Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy. Good afternoon and welcome into this Wednesday, August 2nd edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Happy to have you with us here doing a solo show. Just me, Spencer Dupuy. Colin McLaughlin, Nick Verzellini, and Dylan Bishop on their way to historic Dale Miller Field of Milan Park in Morgantown as Post 14 gets ready for its opening round game of the 2023 American Legion Baseball Mid-Atlantic Tournament. That's set for 4 p.m. today. It'll be a 3.45-ish pregame show. Should be roughly around 3.45 when they go on the air with the next game taking center stage at 1 p.m. That being the New Jersey champ uh, versus the New Jersey champ in Brooklawn post 72 versus the PA runner up in Harrisburg post 730 Paxton. As we welcome you into this edition of the sports mix, uh, we are going to preview the American Legion baseball tournament here. It will be Uh, Post-14 taking on Quakertown Legion Baseball out of Pennsylvania, the PA State Champion. That's a 4 p.m. game. Again, 345 at the pregame show. It'll be Braden Stoudemire on the mound for Post-14, looking at his numbers this year. 2-1, over 30 innings pitch with seven starts, a 1.4 ERA with a 0.967 whip, a 36-11 to strikeout-to-walk ratio, and a 175 average against. Texting with Trip Tobin earlier, confirming that it will be Braden Stoudemire. Obviously, game one, they'll have multiple options out of the pin. Uh, it should be a good one in action for post-14 today. And getting a quick look at the game-changer for Quakertown baseball it is the Blue Jays out of Quakertown, Pennsylvania. Talking with Nick earlier, all but one player out of Quakertown High School uh, in the town there. Looking at the team for them, they're 25-5 and five on the season. One would predict that they either go with uh, Pellegrini or Myers on the mound. 32 and two-thirds for Pellegrini and 32 and a third for Myers. Uh, both those guys... Um, have at least four wins. Pellegrini 4-0 on the season. Myers is 6-2. and When you look at their ERAs, I'd say point, or it's a, yeah, it's a 2.357 ERA for Pellegrini and a .866 ERA for Myers. So that's going to be some tough competition for post-14, but obviously post-14 uh, in facing or in getting to look really, really good so far when they played in those consecutive days at the state tournament down in Charleston. Uh, but it should be a good one for post-14 today. Um, and, you know, when you look at the team, obviously getting to see who went, it's 15 of the 18 players on the roster. Uh, the only player that uh, would even have been available for this tournament that isn't there is Braden Oviedo. I think Trip Tobin mentioned that uh, he had some other things that he had prior committed to uh, prior to the state tournament for both the state and regional tournament. So 15 guys, and of those 15 guys, when you look at the roster, uh, you've got a lot of pitching depth there. We we talked about the three guys in Boober, Hartman, and Herndon who kind of went the distance in those games over the weekend and were able to do such a good job. So you have Hartman, you have Stoudemire starting today. you got Caleb Fletcher who will be there. 
who could pitch. Carson Boober, Chase Herndon. Um, when you look down the line, Jason Myers, who came in and got one out in the game in the championship game on Saturday. Uh, Lane DeLauder will probably get a, a start as well. And then Trevor Bohr. Trevor shut the door, Bohr, as we call. He'll be available out of the bullpen. And, uh, you know, when you look at the way that they've been playing on the season, they've won 15 out of 16 in the month of July. So they are rolling. And again, it'll be a 4 p.m. game uh, against PA State champion Quakertown Blue Jays. When you look at the overall kind of bracket for this thing, Post 14 has been able to face uh, two total, two other teams in the tournament. Uh, with the host Morgantown Post 2 being one of them as they defeated them twice down at the state tournament, once Friday night 5 nothing, and then once in the state championship on Saturday. They also faced Fort Cumberland uh, right before the end of the season. For, they beat Fort Cumberland 5-4. to four. That's the Maryland champion. Look at the Delaware champion. It's Delaware Post 1. As I mentioned, the New Jersey champion is Brooklawn Post 72. The Ohio champion is Jaeger Benson Post 199. PA gets a runner-up in there as well. That's post 730. If post 14 were to win today, they will play game 8 tomorrow, or excuse me, game 7 tomorrow, which would be slated for 4 p.m. Unfortunately, due to our, uh, we will not be able to broadcast that game due to our prior commitments with the youth fair coming up on Friday. If they were to lose that game, they'll play tomorrow at 10 a.m. at least one. They'll, so they'll get at least two games in this tournament with the double elimination. Uh, Friday game times could be uh, one. They would either play, if they won out of the loser's bracket, they would play at 4 p.m. If they uh, won out of the winner's bracket and played at 4 p.m. tomorrow. They would then play at 7 p.m. on Friday. And then uh, it kind of gets to be like the state tournament with the the reseeding of sorts uh, for the Saturday and into Sunday, if necessary, games. Uh, but uh, we'll have you covered on our social media for the games. We won't be able to be there. But, again, it's a 4 p.m. first pitch today, and then it is a game. Uh, it is 345 for our pregame coverage. Uh, what we'll do right now is we will step aside for our first break of the day. Segment sponsored in part by Parsons Ford, Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. They became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more on the side of this break. We caught up with Shepherd Women's basketball coach Julie Kaufman last week while we were on the road in Charleston. We'll play back that interview on the other side of this break. A shortened show will be on the air until 1235 when Nats Radio Network takes over as they prepare for their series finale with the Brewers. You're tuned in to the sports mix on talk radio WRNR and TV 10 back in two minutes. and four used car dealerships in three states. Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords. Financing from 0%. Parsons' goal of financing for all. And Parsons' famous allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Join us at the Berkeley County Youth Fair for eight action-packed days of fun for the whole family, August 5th through August 12th. Featuring all your favorites, the best in fair food, the best in carnival rides, and the best in live entertainment. Come support the area youth. See all their hard work at the Ag and Livestock exhibits and shows daily. We can't wait to see you at the Berkeley County Youth Fairgrounds, 2419 Golf Course Road in Martinsburg. 
Follow us on Facebook for Fair Week updates or download the new BCYF app. Do you need a place to go for a quick tobacco, soda, snacks, cigarettes, or beer run? Well, then you're in luck because Enter and Exit has convenience without the cost. Enter and Exit right off Route 11 is located at 31 Meadow Lane in Martinsburg and soon to be opening in Chambersburg, PA. Enter and Exit is open Monday through Saturday from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. and Sundays from 9.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. For great convenience without the cost, stop on into Enter and Exit today. The hunt for the 10th state championship is almost here, and legendary head coach Dave Walker is back to lead the Bulldogs to victory. Make sure your business isn't hidden on the sideline this season. Call 304-263-6586 and become an advertiser on Talk Radio WRNR and TV10 for the 2023 Martinsburg Bulldog football season. This is the home of Martinsburg Bulldog football all season long. Again, call us at 304-263-6586 to make sure your business is scoring touchdowns and not fumbling the ball this year. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer hanging out with you here until 1235. Then the Nats Radio Network will take over for their finale with the Brewers today at 105 is first pitch. Uh, last week while we were down in Charleston uh, we were able to catch up with Shepherd women's basketball coach Julie Kaufman. She recently announced uh, the hiring of a new assistant coach and uh, we talked to her last week about that but uh, we will now play back the interview as we were able to catch up with her via phone last week. Uh, here is the interview. We're now joined on the program by Shepherd Women's Basketball head coach Julie Kaufman. Coach Kaufman, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys? We're doing well, and uh, you're gearing up for another season on the recruiting trail the last week or so. Uh, what's this summer been like for you, kind of this first full off season uh, at the helm of the program? Yeah, um, I'm still, you know, trying to get my feet underneath me. But, um, you know, I, I went out this summer and just really tried to recruit for our 24 class, so the uh, – you know, rising seniors. Um, you know, we got a really good class. Obviously, we'll talk about in a little bit with uh, our 23 class. But with um, you know, with us having Kara as a senior and just having um, a couple openings on our um, on our roster, we were really trying to focus this you know this summer on just getting you know a couple like four or five you know freshmen again. Um, you know, we got those four freshmen for this class coming in, and so yeah, it's been a good summer. Uh, we've been pretty busy. And uh, Coach Kaufman, it's uh, Dylan Bishop here. What what can you tell us a little more about some of these freshmen that you're bringing in and these two uh, transfers as well, how they fit into the, the team that you're bringing back as well? Because you're bringing back a lot of your, your starting lineup as well. Yeah, um, so, you know, with, with this freshman class, I actually, um, they've been signed since uh, last fall. Um, you know, they're obviously the first, you know, true recruiting class for us. Um, I wanted to make sure that, you know, we were really getting a, a true, you know, point guard facilitator to help us really run. And, um, you know, with Kara, you know, from uh, New York, our freshman coming in, she played um, at a high-level AAU team. Um, she's a very dynamic point guard that plays both sides of the ball. Uh, she's a tough defender. Um, she pushes in transition. So I think, you know, getting her, she was our first real, um, you know, signed signed kid. I think just getting her really helped us uh, get those up 
Madeline Burroughs, she's actually from New York as well, uh, Western New York. Uh, she played for the New York Royals AAU Oxford High School. She's a combo guard, can score it at all three levels. Um, I think her and Peyton Grant will really be, um, you know, tough shooters for us. We really, like I, I said before, needed to get um, more guards that can facilitate and help, um, you know, handle that pressure. Um, Carmea Bowman, she's a kid from uh, Maryland. She played at Manchester, Manchester Valley High School. She's more of a tall, long, athletic uh, wing forward. She kind of has guard skills as well. Uh, she runs the floor really well, uh, but she can score it inside. Um, we're going to work a little bit more to develop her um, outside shot so she can stretch the floor, floor a little bit. But I think she'll be able to help us really rebound, which I think is also what we were missing in, um, in our class. And then uh, Katie Chris from uh, Dominion High School. She's from Virginia. Um, she's our bigger player, post player. Uh, she's about 5'11", uh, 6 foot. She's very mobile. Uh, mobile. She's uh, agile. You know, she can stretch the floor a little bit as well, but she's going to play that uh, post position for us, which is definitely what we are missing. Um, now that we've gotten, you know, more of our, our true point guard, we can kind of focus in the 24 class on getting more of a, a true post player. Um, we also have a couple of transfers coming in. So Layla Copeland, she's a transfer from Barton. Uh, she played at South Lakes High School. She pushes the ball really well in transition as well. Um, she has great vision. She's a facilitator. Um, I'm hoping that she'll come in right away and be a good leader for us. She can also score it at the point guard position. And then Annie Hunt, she um, is from uh, Ravenswood High School in West Virginia uh, from Wheeling. She's a transfer from there. Combo guard that she'll – bring a bunch of versatility, but also can shoot it um, as well as drive. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty much our 23 class, um, you know, with our freshmen and, you know, our transfers that we're bringing in. Um, I hope, I'm hoping that, you know, they'll fit right in with, with the class that we have coming back. Hey, Coach, this is Nick Verzellini. Uh, when you got the job last year, it was kind of a situation where you had to scramble – uh, due to the transfers leaving uh, or whatever the case may be, some players decommitted uh, with Coach Eckleberry leaving Shepard. It was kind of a tough timing to get your roster together. How does it feel to have your roster at this point already together and unless somebody were to transfer again? Because I guess with college athletics, you never really know nowadays. But you kind of have your team together and you don't have to scramble at the last minute to fill a roster. Yeah, it, it feels great. Um, you know, at the end of the season, you know, with us really struggling, um, you know, I really just wanted to take some time to um, just kind of reflect on the transfer portal. I, I don't think for us, um, you know, it works for other people, but I just, I just don't know if the portal is really the way that we need to go. Um, I'm really more leaning towards getting those four or five freshmen in, um, and really just working with them and, and hoping that they'll stay loyal, you know, to our program and to our school, but hoping that, you know, when they become sophomores, juniors, and then seniors, that we have the foundation, you know, for them to be successful and really enjoy their time, you know, at Shepherd. But it, it feels really great to have, you know, those four freshmen, you know, obviously in the fall, I felt a lot better that, that I knew that we were, you know, getting a solid class. Coach Kaufman, Colin McLaughlin here. Just talk a little bit about the growth that you've seen from your young roster from last year that are still here this year. Yeah, so, you know, I it's kind of hard to see it, um, you know, the day-to-day. -day. You know, everyone was like, you know, Coach, you guys really um, 
you know, improved and you did a lot better, you know, from the beginning to the end of the season. You know, with me, I'm pretty um, just really simple. I I just want players in my program to not only enjoy Shepard as a whole, but also enjoy, um, you know, playing basketball at the college level. But I, I want them to do that in a competitive, selfless way to where they're giving, you know, not only to themselves, but to their teammates. And so I think day in and day out, I was able to see that with our girls. The ones who are coming back are definitely, um, they know, you know, where I want our culture to be and our foundation. And so I'm really excited, obviously, to add those new kids to that. But, um, yeah, you know, I think right now we're really just trying to be patient. I know I remind myself to be patient. You know, this year is going to be a growing year as well for us. And we just need to work towards, you know, a goal of, of trying to get more competitive um, as quick as we can, but also just staying true to, like, our, our values as a team. And, Coach, I saw about a month or so ago there was an opening on your staff. Have you filled that opening yet? <laughs> yes, I have, actually. Um, kind of funny. Um, I took Coach X. Um, so when she went to Frostburg, you know, with Marley, um, there was a assistant there who worked with uh, Carrie Saunders, the coach before, um, Kendra Bamberger. Um, so, anyway, she is actually going to come. I just – she just had her second week on campus, um, you know, so kind of funny. Coach Eck and I really just kind of traded jobs and assistants. Um, so, but, yeah, she's, she's been great for us. Um, you know, she has three years' experience as a coach for when she was at Frostburg. Um, so she has that recruiting, that recruiting eye. And, you know, in hiring this position, I was really looking for someone who um, was going to be good for our girls, somebody who um, will be, you know, a mentor for them to help them out, you know, not only on the court but off the court. And so I think Kendra will do, you know, a great job with that. Yeah, Coach, you, you have uh, still a good bit of uh, roster turnover coming into uh, this offseason. Uh, how, how has the transition been uh, having to fill these spots on the roster? Did you expect to have to have these many spots to fill? And how does it compare to the last offseason where you know, maybe you're bringing in six new players but you also had to bring in a lot of new players last year. Can you just talk about what, uh, what this offseason has been like from that point of view? Yeah, I mean, I, I was telling um, Chauncey, our athletic director, that my, and my hopes are is, and I think I just kind of mentioned it a little bit, is to have a foundation where we can recruit kids and keep them at Shepherd. I, I don't want to continue to just have turnover on our roster every year because it's, it's just not a good um, – you know, it's not fair to the kids, but it's also not fair to the kids on my team. It's not fair to um, to the kids that we're bringing in. And so, you know, I really just want to try and keep, like, as we go forward, the kids on our roster, they know what, you know, our foundation and our, our culture is about. And so I'm hoping, um, you know, as we sign freshmen that they understand that and they understand, you know, the loyalty to the program, but also just coming in, working hard, whether they play their freshman year or not. Um, they just continue to to work hard and get better, and so, yeah, it was it was tough this year, you know, with the four freshmen already knowing, you know, who we had, um, you know, signed in that class, just trying trying to get into that portal to get some kids. But again, like I'm I'm really just looking for good culture kids. Yes, they need to be good basketball players as well. Um, and so, you know, sometimes it's hard to find that, and really just finding the the right kid that fits Shepherd and and our program. What do you want the culture to be at Shepherd for women's basketball? Um, just, I mean, just a competitive, a competitive environment for us to get better. I want them to have a, a positive, um, you know, environment. I, you know, I want to win, but I want to win, um, you know, in a way that they're enjoying that and that they're giving 
to their teammates, but also, you know, just enjoying Shepard as a whole. Um, I don't think it's it's hard to build that, and I think once our kids get in there, that um, you know, our good players that want to work hard, I think it'll it'll we'll find that success. Coach, last year being year one for you, it was a learning process since it was your first year, not only as a head coach for Shepard, but a head coach in general. What was that learning process like, and what are still some things that you're learning here in year two? Oh, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty difficult. Um, you know, like you said, it was my first year as a head coach. Um, you know, just really trying to take it day to day and not getting caught up in the wins and the losses and really just defining – our success as a team and my success as a head coach by not just the, the win record. Um, I think throughout my career, I've, I've really defined, you know, my success as winning and, you know, I've won as a player, I won as an assistant coach and it's different, you know, it's different when you're the head coach, um, you know, everything falls on you. And there were times, you know, for sure that I, you know, didn't know if I was doing the right thing or if I was, I was, uh, you know, kind of doubting myself, but, you know, my assistants and, and even the team, I think they really just had my back and, um, you know, I had their back. And I think just day to day, I really try to just focus on let's get our, our team 1% better. And if that if that gets us a win, great. If it doesn't, then we just got to be okay with just, you know, working hard and getting better every single day. Coach Goffman, last question here. When you look at last season, obviously it was the season of, you know, your first season as head coach, as we just talked about. But what do you take away that you can use as motivation for this next season? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is we, we have a lot to prove. But, um, you know, really just just trying to get those kids that were on the roster last year that are back to be um, to be our confident leaders. Um, I think I put a lot on them last year, thinking that they would maybe, um, you know, be able to step into the roles of of the what, you know, might be the three best players that ever came through Shepherd. Um, and I think my expectations for them were a little, little too high, and and asking that of them. But just trying to really um, get them to be confident and and understand that this is their team, and that I'm trying to build around them to help them out and that we just need to, to build off of what we've done and the success that we had, you know, towards the end of the season where we were really gelling and our chemistry was good and, and to just kind of go from there. Coach Kaufman, thanks for the time and look forward to talking soon. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you guys so much. We caught up with Julie Kaufman, head coach of the Shepherd women's basketball team last week. They'll begin their season first couple of weeks of November. Schedule not out yet, but stay tuned for that. That'll the sports mix brought to you in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store any longer. Get your Traeger grills at Orsini's at 360 Hackwells and or online at Orsini's.com. We'll be back to wrap things up before we turn it over to the Nats. On the other side of this two-minute break, you're tuned into the sports mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Back in two minutes. Smoking? Uh. I can smell it. Hickory. I'm going to watch you smoke the whole pack. Shut now and save at Orsini's today. Have you been smoking? Uh. I can smell it. Hickory. I'm going to watch you smoke the whole pack. Shut now and save at Orsini's today. 
The W.B. Hospitals East Foundation is excited to announce the inaugural Dr. Frank Sabato Jr. Pickleball Classic to be held on Saturday, September 23rd at the W. Randy Smith Recreation Center in Inwood. Join us for a fun round-robin style pickleball tournament with start times at 8.30 and 10.30 a.m. Awards ceremony and lunch will follow. To register as a player or sponsor, call 304-264-1223 or go to wbmedicine.org backslash berkeley backslash giving to download the registration form. The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg is the place to be. Join us every night to relax and enjoy football or basketball games featuring either the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Shepherd University Rams, or West Virginia Mountaineers. We will have steak night every Wednesday, trip nights every Thursday, and now taco and margarita nights every Tuesday. You can find us on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard in Martinsburg. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this final segment here for this shortened show of the Wednesday August 2nd edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer Dupuy hanging out with you here for the next two minutes or so as we get you set for Nationals baseball following our broadcast with their pregame coverage cutting in here at 1235. Uh, we'll be on later today. 345 is the pregame show with 4 p.m. first pitch as post 14 is in the American Legion Mid-Atlantic Tournament up in Morgantown. They take on the Pennsylvania State Champion Quakertown. Again, that'll be a 4 p.m. first pitch, but Nationals coming up next as uh, Mackenzie Gore on the mound as they face the rubber match game against the Milwaukee Brewers but that'll do it here for this edition of the Sports Mix we'll be back tomorrow for a full show we'll recap the game for post 14 and uh, we'll have all the guys here as well but uh, that's the show today when we come back tomorrow obviously post 14 wrap up we'll talk NFL training camps uh, heard that's in the semifinals of the tournament tonight that's in Philadelphia on ESPN you can catch that at 7pm but our pregame coverage we'll, we will return to live coverage here on Talk Radio WRNR TV 10 and WRNR TV on YouTube at 345 for 4 p.m. first pitch for post 14 versus uh, the Quaker team out of Pennsylvania. Uh, but for now, we'll turn it over to Nat's coverage. Have a great rest of your day, everyone. Again, 345 will be our pregame coverage for 4 p.m. first pitch on radio, TV, and YouTube. We'll talk to you then.